This is Sports Best, presented by Reposted on the Reposted Podcast Network. Coming at you like a building inspector coming off their lunch break. I'm Andrew Osha Keller, and he is Bob Vila. Hey, Bob, I'm trying to put a table together. I was wondering if I should use a biscuit joiner, a dovetail, or a dado joint. Can you give me some insight on the best way to... Listen, you always go dovetail when you have the option. And I feel like building inspectors always smell like they just ate a tuna salad sandwich. I could that, be wrong on that. That or the filet of fish from <laughs> McDonald's. Have you ever had a McRib? I was having to, I was talking to people about McRibs the other day. Have you ever had one? No, but I did want my 11-year-old to eat one and tell me how it was, but he wouldn't do it. Oh, man. I don't know anyone that actually has had one or likes it. I feel like it's a nostalgia thing. The sense of scarcity is, I think, what McDonald's is selling with the McRib. I think they do it based on pork prices. They release it when like pork meat gets really cheap. And then they, I think that, I feel like I read something about that once. Yeah, because cost is is the number one thing with the maker, with the $1 maker. Anyway. The cheapest meat possible. Speaking of scarcity, Urban Meyer has oh. been away from coaching football for a while, but they just announced that he is going to Jacksonville. Is he going to, is he going to, is he going to? Is he going to no. be successful there? Ohio State. They was, have not announced that he is going. They have to reported. They have reported. Pushing back on your uh, report there, as you know, uh, Urban Meyer has been known to fluctuate over the course of his career. He left abruptly in the middle of the Ohio State football season one time. Yeah. I kind of think that he's using this as a ploy to get more money for his TV job. There are some reports saying he's finalizing a contract, which I'll turn out to be wrong on this. I don't know if he's actually signed this contract and will become coach of the Jaguars. Having said that, I do think this is a good move because everywhere he's gone, he's won. So if this is actually happening, it's a great move for the Jaguars. All right. Are you pushing on making a decision or do you think that he will end up coaching there? I think he's going to coach. I just don't know why he would do it, but I mean, his, his legacy. Yeah. Ego. True. True. Um, his legacy is already cemented. He's got lots of money. He's got a cushy job. Coach, as, as I mean, Nick, I think we always say Jimmy Johnson is the only real coach that's gone. Pete Carroll. From Pete Carroll. Yep, she wanted to. But that's it. I mean, like, that is it. Yeah, it doesn't work. Well, Nick Staben couldn't do it. Nick Staben, I think, correct. So Urban Meyer has a history of success, but he also has a history of scorched earth. Like, he, Florida wasn't feeling good after he left. Ohio State wasn't feeling good after he left, other than he got a lot of wins. So we'll see what happens if your push <laughs> comes true or. Well, here's all the last thing I'll say about this. Um, I have always wanted to work with a guy that ha- for a guy that has one of those mustaches that curl up at the oh, end yeah. and Khan, who owns the Jacksonville Jaguars has one of those. So I'm very pro working for a guy with those funny curled up mustaches. All right. Maybe you be, maybe you can be a scout for urban Meyer. Let's get to the real story. Our real load story, James bleeping. Harden! Listen, I feel like you've been just tossing nuggets of Harden in to keep our streak alive. We lead with James Harden, a blockbuster mega deal in the NBA. He told his owner from the Houston Rockets that he was cheap when he took him to the strip club and used nickels to pay for his stripper. That set the ball rolling. He finally gets traded from the Rockets to the Brooklyn Nets in a four-team deal, also involved with the Pacers, also involved are the, I don't know who else is, but the Rockets are going to get four number one draft picks and a couple of other players. Harden goes to the Nets. He joins uh, Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant. 
Wow. wow. I think this is crazy. I think also future NBA players should take a page out of his book because acting up, going to strip clubs, just doing all sorts of crazy things are going to get you fired. But if you just talk trash and say your team isn't very good, like you get out. So like if you if you start telling people that I'm not very good, maybe I'm going to get a trade to the ringer or something. I got this quote from James talking about his team and <laughs> it's so it's so calm, but it's just not it's not nice. We're just not good enough. Um, like I said, these last few games, I love this city. Done everything that I can. This situation is, is, is crazy. You know, it's something that uh, I don't think can be fixed. So. What? What? To say to say we're not good enough, and then magically the next day you're out. You know, I was most affected by this trade. I've heard that all the strippers in the city of Houston are crying because of all the honey buns they've been receiving from James over the years. So they're the most affected. Uh, I did read a report in the Houston Chronicle that there's been a record number of broken leases and they're all <laughs> moving up to New Jersey. They're breaking their lease and they're moving to New Jersey. One of the things, I mean, everything about him moving is a big deal, but Houston receives three unprotected first round picks from Brooklyn in 22, 24, 26, and they get pick swaps in 21, 23, 25, and 27 drafts. I mean, the crazy thing to me is when these megastars move the back end draft picks that people are getting, that could be gold or it could be nothing. I got a pick swap a couple of years ago. I had the trots for a week, man. It was tough. The um, <laughs> the so here's trots. the, he goes, he goes from a bad team, the Rockets to Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant on the nets. As you know, one of my philosophies in life is not me. It's we, can there be those three guys that need to shoot all the time? Bill, What's your gut saying about, I think they're going to implode personally. Uh, I think they might implode. It's, it is a bunch of got to shoot. Now, at least Kevin Durant has worked on a team with mega stars and it's been successful. I'm not sure James Harden has the personality to be able to do it. So I'm going to predict that they are not going to win the championship next year. For the record, just, I feel like I need to point this out. Kyrie Irving does think the world is flat. So I don't know how that fits into teamwork, but he does believe the world's flat. Teamwork leads to God's dream work. It'll be, listen, once again, I don't typically root for teams. I root for content. I think this is great. Now we get to watch the Nets and see what actually happens. I think this is great for just like content for the show. Also, it just makes our job easier to talk about James Harden every show. So I think that's possible. When he leaves from Houston and takes a plane to Brooklyn, will he have like a duffel bag that he takes on the plane stuffed with honey buns? I'm just wondering if he, if he takes his honey buns to go. I think you'll have his bag man carry that. He won't have bag it. Man. God, I need a bag man. That's how you know I made it. Speaking of the NBA, they've added some restrictions on the coronavirus. As you know, a couple of games were canceled earlier this week because of coronavirus issues. Yeah. Did I jump the story? Is this supposed to be yours? This is supposed to be yours. Hey, this did is I, ours. I... Hey, from me to we, Larry, Okay. what's happening with these COVID restrictions? Basically, this is all you need to know. They've told players they cannot leave their hotel rooms when they're on the road. And if you're at home, you can't do anything but stay at your house. Right. So would you rather be under these obscure gray restrictions or be in the bubble? Be in the bubble where everything's catered to. You live in a hotel. You're not asking me that question seriously because you know I'm a believer in the bubble. I believe in the bubble. I mean, as far as content goes, the bubble is the most interesting part of the NBA season last year. But, okay, my real question about this is this. You're a grown 25-year-old NBA player. 
And they're saying, hey, when you're on the road, you got to stay in your hotel room. You cannot now have anybody up to your hotel room. Like, do you think those guys are having nobody up to their hotel room? Uh, no, I don't think so. I think they're going to be able to find the, they're not allowed to leave except for uh, team activities or emergencies. So maybe I'm going to have a team meeting <laughs> in my room and uh, have people over. But they do specifically say non-team personnel are not allowed. The thing to me that's the most ceremonial, which like we saw we saw this in football where they have the, the four captains come out and only one meets for the coin toss because they want to be providing social distance for the coin toss but mm -hmm. like they're not about to yeah. engage in playing a, a contact sport players must also limit their pre and post game interactions to elbow and fist bumps so oh and maintain six feet distance as much as possible so i think they're saying less defense is the approach to the new season less defense more offense is that it yeah the best defense is a good defense <laughs> andrew keller i got some really bad news to break to you right now Okay. Super wild card ratings were off big time. So for the first time in the history of the NFL, they had three playoff games in a day. And they actually did it twice. They did it on Saturday and Sunday. On Saturday, playoff ratings compared to last year were down 25% and down 20% on Sunday. What say you? Was there too many games? Did we OD and that's why we didn't watch as much football? There was a follow-up to this. They were reading the the statistics wrong right so they had it was down to, it's still down it was only down 10 percent because 10 percent of that share went to nickelodeon they weren't checking <laughs> nickelodeon to get the get the ratings I, I don't know who this is bad news for is this bad news for the team's owner in revenue is it bad news for the networks for making the bet do you know who who this is impacting most this is bad news for humankind andrew because i hate to break it to you but we're in a worldwide pandemic. I don't know what the hell else you got to do but watch NFL football. And if you weren't watching that, you're crazy. Apparently, people weren't. So I don't know what you were doing. Were you going on a hike? You uh, driving through the desert? Should have been watching NFL football. I was watching The Repair Shop on yeah. Netflix, which is a yeah. British show where they restore things. And it's wow. lovely. There's this watchmaker. Just... He's third generation watchmaker. And I think I'm going to pretend that. I'm going to pretend I just didn't hear that, Andrew. I'm going to pretend like I didn't hear that. Ratings are becoming less and less of a, you can't compare apples to apples because the season finale of MASH is like maybe the most watched thing ever. And there's there's so many different streaming services that there's not going to ever be anything like that. So the fact that it's declining, I'm putting less stock in. I think the NFL is doing fine. I feel okay for them. Thank you for your pronouncement. And people are going to watch more football with Co Coach Urban Meyer heading down to Florida. So that'd be nice. We'll see. We'll see. <clears throat> One of the reasons I tune into the Kansas City Chiefs is because of the Ferrari package. <laughs> Whoa. That's a oh. Ferrari 458 Italia starting up. So the Chiefs have, over the course of the Patrick Mahomes era and Andy Reid, been very creative. And they have all these different packages. They have the Ferrari package, which puts Mahomes in motion. They have the sm smoke sausage where he doesn't <laughs> underhand throw. They uh. have all sorts of trick names, Black Pearl. I think that the, the next move, how the NHL took on the naming rights. Remember Peyton Manning <laughs> in the playoffs saying Omaha, Omaha? Yeah. yeah. You're going to start saying like um, 
Roken, Roken.com. Like, you know, the, that's who sponsors the Warriors. They're just going to start saying stuff like that for their hot uh, audibles. Well, I mean, if Patrick Mahomes went out there and said hot wings, hot wings in this uh, Saturday or Sunday's game, yeah. you don't think that hot wings would get like Googled, you oh, know, a gazillion sure. more times? Right. Wendy's frosty. Wendy's frosty. <laughs> and then people would have to add on a small fry to dip their French fries in the frosty. Yeah. <laughs> uh the football football um plays are such a weird thing with the names they don't really matter i think it's it's mainly things that are easy to say omaha's easy to say smoke sausage the alliteration can trip you up a little bit you don't want to be tripped up on a play i do wonder how uh football coaches i wonder if it's like a tree like you learn from this guy who learned from this guy that's how you the type of a play i was listening to steve young the other day saying like some plays cut, take like 18 seconds to say in the huddle because of all the motion and the resets and da 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 it does seem like that seems um very wordy to just even say in a huddle yeah we had i think the most wordy thing we had in football was trips right speed right 430 on two Whoa. trips right speed right right tight all sorts of stuff as you know, my favorite play of all time is Spider 2Y Banana. I'm always a big Spider 2Y Banana guy. Is that the play that you pulled your ha- um, your Achilles on? As you know, I pulled my Achilles on multiple plays, Andrew. So that could have been one of a couple. Oh, that would suck. I'm glad I've never pulled my Achilles. You know, uh, Jeopardy host Alex Trebek died last year. I don't know if you were familiar with that. He was 80 years old, had pancreatic cancer, seemed like the host of Jeopardy since uh, the Neolithic era. He died. They're trying out that Jennings guy as a guest host for a little bit, but uh-huh. they're also going to try out one Aaron Lamar Rogers, quarterback of the Green Bay Packers. He let it slip that the uh, producers of Jeopardy have asked him to step in to guest host one of the shows. As you know, he played once on Jeopardy and the Celebrity Edition a couple of years ago. He watches Jeopardy every single night in his Green Bay home. So I think that pro athletes and celebrities have an ability to manifest things into existence. So he says, quote, I may have jumped the gun a little bit, so I apologize to Jeopardy if they wanted to announce it. I'm not sure. I think because he said this, Jeopardy's getting enough attention that they have to let him do it. Maybe it was already in it was already in the works. But CBS actually has talked to me recently that Drew Carey is retiring in July and I'm gonna take over hosting the prices right. I'm sorry if I jumped the gun a little bit if they wanted to announce it. I mean, is, do you think he's manifesting this or do you think it's a real story? I'd I mean, like to I get in on to do it. He's going to end up hosting, but I'd like to get in on this. I'd like to manifest. I would like a lifetime supply of Wiener Schnitzel. Can I get chili dogs whenever I want? I just wanted to manifest. You were doing it, so might as well chip in. Anytime you're in Los Angeles, I'll buy you a Wiener Schnitzel. <laughs> um, well, I mean, listen, whether it does or doesn't, uh, Jeopardy's getting pub about this. So whether they put them on or they don't, like, I'm sure they're happy about this. Is that a little uh, peek behind the curtain with the radio personalities called publicity? Get some hot pub. <laughs> Get some hot pub, man. Hey, all good news, all bad news, all news is good news. Oh my gosh. Well, speaking of behind the curtain of radio broadcasting, let's get a look at insider baseball. Hmm. Major League Baseball has announced that they are going to cease their political donations to um, lobbying for the foreseeable future in light of the protest, riot, demonstration, whatever you want to call it on the Capitol. Okay, so I understand why Google lobbies people in Washington. 
I understand why Facebook, I understand why most companies have lobbyists because they want to protect their interest in baseball or in, in Congress. Baseball spends money lobbying people in Washington. Yeah, apparently in 2018, they got something passed exempting minor league baseball players for making, uh, oh, exempting them from the federal minimum wage law. So basically they were like, we want to pay our minor league players less than minimum wage. And that got passed. Also, in the Save America Pastime Act appeared on page 1,967 of a $1.3 trillion spending bill. So everybody's kind of is that called a pork bellying i think that's the word that they stuff these things through under what i previously previously just said in that all news good or bad news is news that's news uh-huh. is this like couldn't baseball have just done and said we're not going to donate anymore or we're not going to lobby anymore did they have to send out a press release to make sure we all knew it is that the thing yeah they definitely have to do that because the only reason they're doing that is because of optics oh I, I they they did say that they've spent almost seven hundred thousand dollars last year or for the two thousand sixteen election cycle, seven hundred thousand dollars to Senate and House candidates, so everyone can be bought, Larry. Everyone can be bought except for Bruce Wayne. He is not for sale. Batman's not for sale. No, he's oh. not. Don't try to buy him with Wiener Schnitzel. You know what could be for sale is the National Hockey League. As you know, Andrew Keller, the hockey season is underway. Got started in earnest on Wednesday night. Uh, the local team for me, the San Jose Sharks, starts tonight in the desert, taking on the Coyotes, Coyotes, Coyotes. Here's what's going to go on. They're not going to, like the NBA, they're not going to allow fans in the stadium. So they're basically going to be playing hockey games all across the country, just like the NBA, without fans in the stadiums. Hockey is the sport, top sport in North American sports that relies the most on the actual gate money and concessions to keep themselves afloat. The uh, commissioner of the national hockey league says they are going to lose a billion dollars this year because they're going to play hockey. A, do you believe them? B, why don't you just take the year off? If you're going to lose capital B a billion dollars playing hockey. It for the fans, Larry, they're doing really? it for the fans. I want to apologize to the national hockey league because I saw this story and I got mad and I was like, <laughs> Hockey players are a bunch of jerks. I used to be a big fan. The 0405 lockout was enough for me. I was like, I can't deal with this anymore. I was like, why are they always on strike? And I had to look it up, and they're not the worst. Apparently, the NFL has locked out seven times. Major League Baseball has locked out eight times. It's just more the NHL stuff has been happening more recently. The others have been in like the 60s, 70s, 80s, and just not in my collective consciousness. So I feel like they're kind of being babies, but um, I don't know what to think. I think good for them for playing this season because <clears throat> they're going to lose more money down the road if they don't play because more people like me are going to walk away from the sport. Well, that was my question. Like, if they did, like, do they really feel like they have to play this year? Because if we don't play, then hockey sort of loses whatever credibility it had whatsoever. Like, they, it, like they got to lose a billion dollars or it's over. Well, if they don't play the season, they probably still have to pay the players. I doubt there's a clause being like, hey, we're just not going to have a season. So the entire league doesn't get a salary like they're going to spend like they're going to pay them anyway. So that's the owner mentality is. Well, well, I was I wasn't thinking about that, but my point was more like, hey, if you're hockey, people that watch hockey or are fans to begin with are the hardcore fans. Like if it went away for a year. 
they'd still have the same amount of fans they have this year. No, no, there would be a drop off. It wouldn't. I mean, the hardcore people would be hardcore and come back, but you would still lose eight to 12 percent. You're just I mean, any loss of fans sucks. Like Major League Baseball is having a hard time with people not wanting to watch a game that's three and a half hours. Like people's attention span out of sight, out of mind. If NHL is gone for a full season, they're going to lose a good chunk of fans. I think they should have taken a sabbatical, get to know themselves, reevaluate, find out what's important. But I guess they're not listening to me, Andrew. Have every player put on 6% body fat. See, everyone just the NHL be a little bit, a little bit worse after taking a year off. Because as you know, not playing a sport for a year helps you get better. Mickey Mantle's baseball card shatters the record for sale of a card. The 1952 Topps Mickey Mantle is rated a PSA 9, which I guess PSA ranks from 1 to 10. It sounds crazy. It sold for $5.2 million. The previous record was five months ago. A Mike Trout card sold for four, a little bit less than $4 million. Crazy. What would you do with $5.2 million card? Yeah, I feel like I am the wrong person to ask that question to because I feel like if you got $5 million to spend on a baseball card, maybe mm-hmm. there's a better way to spend your money i i mean right maybe but when you have so much money you have to have people tell you creative ways to spend your money the crazy thing about this card is it was purchased in 2018 for 2.8 million and sold for 5.2 so maybe it's a good investment maybe he'll sell it in two years for 8.3 so that would be a good use of time i feel like what you're telling me is baseball cards are the new pork bellies Buy baseball cards and not pork bellies. I'm saying you should buy pogs. Oh. Remember pogs? Hey, Bitcoin, buy Ripple, buy Ripple. Don't buy baseball cards, buy Ripple. All right. I'm going to buy some Ripple after this. This has been Sports Fast on the Reposted Podcast Network. I'm Andrew Keller for The Investor. Say thanks for stopping by.